kicks gotta be flat, man. You you gotta look cool. Welcome to the Sneaks and Beats podcast, dedicated to centering black people in the stories around the music and sneakers that move our culture. That's hip hop in the form of leather and rubber. Timeless sounds. No one could do it better. Iconic sneakers and incredible stories. 88. This is the Sneaks and Beats podcast. This week, Juice World's mother spoke out for the very first time about her son's death. Juice, whose real name is Jared Anthony Higgins, died December 8, 2019 at the age of 21 years old after an accidental overdose caused him to suffer a seizure at Midway Airport in Chicago. Hearing about his mother speaking out for the first time a couple of months short of the anniversary of his death hit home for me as I can remember my own mother's pain after my brother's life was taken at just 22 years old. There was something familiar about the way she spoke about her son's death and how the struggles that led to his ultimate death were not unknown to her, his other family, or his friends. There's a level of authenticity and transparency there that resonated with me as I can identify with seeing a person live a lifestyle that you know will lead to their demise if they don't change. It made me curious about Juice World's quick rise to fame and then sudden death. Transparently, I didn't know much about the entertainer before I started researching for this episode. But the more I learned about him, the more I wanted to know and the more I began to feel his sincerity through his story. Let's dive in. Juice was born in 1998, so he's a part of that Gen Z generation of hip-hop that grew up on Future, Lil Wayne, Gucci Mane, etc. In fact, he spoke openly about his own drug use and contributed, at least in part, his introduction to narcotics to the lean culture of hip-hop during his formative years. Early on, Juice found himself inspired by rock and rap and listened primarily to those two genres. He was also a part of skateboard culture and was an enthusiast. After he graduated from high school, he was given a gap year by his parents to try to launch a successful music career. He worked crazy hard and within a year, He has secured a record deal. More on that in just a bit. When he first started making music, Juice used the stage name Juice the Kid. The name was influenced by Tupac's character Bishop 
in the movie Juice. He released his first song, Forever, in 2015 under that name. He later changed the name to Juice World to represent taking over the world. His second song, Let Them Know, was the first song to be released under that name. Juice was a part of the SoundCloud generation and first used the SoundCloud platform to get his music out into the world. He released his first EP called Juice World 999 on SoundCloud in June of 2017. It was nine tracks long and Lucid Dreams was the most popular song on the EP. His second EP was released the same year and is called Nothing's Different. It was just three tracks long with All Girls Are The Same being credited as the breakout song because the video featured Cole Bennett, a popular videographer. He signed to Interscope in 2018, around the same time that these songs, still his two biggest songs, took off. To give you an idea of how popular he was, the video for the song All Girls Are The Same got 102 million views, which led to the production of a music video for Lucid Dreams, which tripled those numbers and got 355 million views. Of note, during his SoundCloud days, he worked with two internet producers from a collective called Internet Money Records. It's said that Juice had an uncanny ability to freestyle his lyrics, which gave him a quick turnover on all his music. But the collective specifically pointed out that they couldn't get beats over to him fast enough. As quickly as they sent music to him, he would add verses and send it right back. Goodbye and Good Riddance was his major label debut and the first of just two full-length albums released before his passing. The songs Lucid Dreams and All Girls Are the Same were re-released on that project. The theme of the album was Juice processing a nasty breakup and is filled with themes of grief and regret until it resolves at the end with the song I'll Be Fine. He received seven VMA nominations for the Goodbye and Good Riddance album, and it was certified platinum. That same year, in 2018, he released a collaboration mixtape with Future called World on Drugs. That project had much more of a party and after-party vibe and was an interesting old head young buck collab. After all, Future is the godfather of auto-tune mumble rap with Wayne being the king. Fight me. Five months after that collab, he released his second album with Interscope. Death Race for Love. The album is noteworthy for having been completed in just four days and was all freestyled. 
The album has been compared to Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt and Biggie's Life After Death albums. That's pretty big. The album is 22 tracks and is said to be the perfect representation of Juice World in an album because of its display of love as both liberating and excruciating, as well as its rap and rock fusion. With his first two albums for Interscope coming out, Juice's brand took off. He began to get noticed and mentioned by artists like Young Thug and Lil Wayne. Also, Alicia Keys sang a cover of Lucid Dreams at the 2019 Grammys. To this day, Lucid Dreams is his biggest song. Along with his music, his brand 999 started taking off as well with sneakers and clothing merch. One of my first memories of him was setting a record over at Complex for the most money spent during a shopping interview with Complex. He spent $42,000 that day on sneakers and clothes. I remember this because his love for sneakers really stood out to me. Some of the shoes he bought that day included a Jordan 1 Retro High, the CDG Play and Converse Chuck Taylor collab, also high, the Jordan 3 Tinker, the Margella Security Suede, the Nike Shocks TL Speed, and the Fear of God Ski Lounge, just to name a few. And I want to point out, he bought four pairs of Margella sneakers that day, balling. His image was built around his unique style. He often gave credit to Lil Wayne and ASAP Rocky for influencing his style, stating that he was inspired by their uniqueness. Behind the scenes, Jared struggled with addiction. He spoke and rapped a lot about his deep depression and narcotic use to drown his pain. His mom told stories about how she and Juice were so close that they frequently discussed his drug use. She told him that if he was suffering from anxiety, he needed to manage it the proper medical way and pushed him to stop self-medicating with narcotics. Just five months before his death, Juice World went on Twitter to tell everyone that he was quitting lean and other narcotics after his girlfriend expressed fear over his excessive drug use. He tweeted, quote, Bae, I'm sorry I be tweaking. You put up with more than people know. I know I be scaring you. Fuck lean, I'm done. I love you, and I'm letting it be known publicly that ain't nothing messing up the real love I found. Learn from this, everyone. Addiction kills all, but you can overcome. End quote. At the time of his passing, his friends and family believed that he was doing better with his addiction, so his death came as a huge shock. 
Some other passengers, including his girlfriend, on his private jet that day, suggested that Juice took a bunch of pills to avoid having them be caught by Chicago PD, who was waiting for his jet to land in order to search it, based on a tip they got that the plane was filled with illegal drugs. This has never been officially confirmed, though. When you listen to his music and lyrics, you can hear his pain and heartbreak. You can feel him fighting his depression and grief. Unfortunately, his fight came to an end prematurely because of his addiction. His mother has now started a new foundation, Live Free 999, with the mission of helping young people who are dealing with mental health issues and drug addiction. Given the recent killing of Walter Wallace Jr. in Philadelphia, it's really important that we normalize conversations about mental health in Black households. When it comes down to it, we cannot rely on police to de-escalate in times of mental health crisis. We must make identifying and managing our mental health issues a priority. No shame, no judgment. If you or someone you know needs a healthier way to deal with mental health issues, you can text the crisis text line by texting the word HELP to 741-741. The crisis text hotline is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and serves anyone in any type of crisis. It can connect you or them with a crisis counselor who can provide support and information. That's our show this week. See you next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Sneaks and Beats podcast. Stay connected. Visit sneaksandbeats.com or follow us on social media at sneaks underscore beats. All platforms are in the show notes. And don't forget to like, leave a review, and subscribe to get new episodes directly to your device each Wednesday.